Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Thank you so much for joining us for another review episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. It is our very first review episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. And this month, I am not joined by regulars Laura and Thomas because uh, we had a massive falling out and I hate them now. Oh, wait, sorry, just checking my notes. Um, Oh, it turns out that we're all busy. We found it hard to find time to... Uh, to for us to be free to record but uh so if thomas and laura you're listening i don't hate you i really love you guys but instead i am joined by a friend of mine and listening to the podcast and um really you know someone who's really helped the podcast with some great suggestions and advice since it started i am of course talking about kieran so hello kieran how are you Hello, Shorsha. I'm I'm great, thanks. It's, and no, it's, it's great to be great to be on the podcast. Yeah, it's great to have you. I mean, I I was wanting to to ask you if you wanted to join the podcast uh, for a long time, but uh, we kind of like you know because myself, Thomas, and Laura, uh, it was you know it was going well, but we've gotten busier, and it's as I'm sure you're aware, our episodes, our review episodes, have been less and less regular over the past year. Um, so I asked you and I asked uh, a couple of others if you wanted to join and thankfully you said yes. Uh, so we are delighted to to have you. Um, well, first of all, Happy New Year. H- how are you doing? Yeah, Happy New Year. I had, um, really enjoyed the time off and that, that gave me a chance to play a load of games. There's been so many great games in, in 2022. Um, so that was that was a really good chance to play a load of those. Um, but I've I've had the illusion shattered for me now. I I always thought with 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 jokes this good. I always thought the Adventure Games podcast was scripted. Oh, <laughs> <I should laughs> oh you make them up as you go. <laughs> yeah, you're you're going to realize uh, pretty soon, pretty early on that yeah, very little of this is actually scripted. It's all <laughs> it's all off the cuff. Um, you know, because I am naturally witty. As you're, <laughs> I uh, well, we we shall see. We'll see how many times you laugh. But um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're also going to find out how many times uh, I screw up because we do edit um, whenever we get a chance. But you're going to see it now, what, raw. You know just how much, how many times I screw up. So we'll see if you want to come on after this. Hopefully you will. <laughs> Um, but no, we're we're delighted to have you. I suppose before we talk about um, the adventure games that we'll review, uh, very very briefly, do you have any favorite adventure games? I'm sure you have plenty, but any games that you played growing up? Uh, I'm sure probably LucasArts there somewhere. But just for people to get an idea of kind of who you are through the games you play, are there any at all that you really really liked? Yeah, so Monkey Island 2. Monkey Island 2 is may- maybe the first adventure game that I played, um, and it was it was brilliant. Um, it wasn't the first adventure game I completed, because the the voodoo lady section with the swamp was too scary for me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so it was, I, I couldn't actually get past that just because I was too scared by it. Um, and so it was only a, it was a few years later I, was, I faced my fears and managed to play the rest of that game. 
and, who, and you were 26 yeah. when you first played it yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah oh, no, love, love monkey island 2 love day of the tentacle um but but real fan of modern, modern adventure games um play lots of, of of modern adventure games i really love the direction the the genre's gone i guess yeah no it, it is great uh, and you have on our discord you always put down your thoughts and you're you are very articulate when you're writing reviews more articulate than i am um and you do play a lot of modern adventure games which is great because apparently some people say that they're still dead which i don't know because i think there was over 200 what could be called adventure games released in 2022 um which is yeah. just crazy. <laughs> there was I can't, I can't remember when it was. It was early noughties year, maybe like 2000, 2005-ish, around then, where I managed to play pretty much every adventure game that came out. <laughs> it was it was definitely a slow period. Yeah, that and wasn't today, difficult, but yeah, back then. Yeah, today that, that's impossible. You could not do that today. It's... Um, there's just so much happening and so much just constantly just goes into the backlog. It's it's just I know I am I am hoping uh, that this year because last year I was traveling around a lot um, and was busy with other things so I didn't get I mean I still play you know quite a you know a few adventure games but I I still want to play more this year now that I'm more settled and uh, I I really want to try and play more because there's so many great ones coming out I'm still going through my 2022 back backlog nowhere near finished that is. Uh, when we're recording, at least next week, I'll be doing the Adventure Games of the Year podcast or episode with Thomas and Laura. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we're, we'll be able to manage it. Um, and uh, I barely was able, but there's so many that it's so hard to choose. Um, but I, I think we'll be talking about uh, probably your favorite adventure game of the year uh, later on. Um, so I'm uh, looking forward to to hearing about that. Yes, uh, I guess that's 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 why you said a favorite adventure game from my childhood, <laughs> not because my favorite <laughs> adventure game of all time might have come out last year. It might well be my favorite adventure game of all time, but I'll be talking about that later, I guess. Well, that will that we look forward to hearing about that because that is a game that I want to play as well. It's still in the back backlog of games that I want to play, but it's it's kind of embarrassing really all the great games that I haven't played. Um, but look, we, we will get to it. And that's why I'm happy to have you as well, because you're able to play other games that myself, Thomas and Laura haven't had the chance to play, even though it's still, I mean, even though it feels like Laura plays every adventure game out, uh, and she has a life as well, apparently. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, well, before we get to, to the review, so I will be talking about Stray, my impressions of Stray, which I believe you played as well, Kieran. So we I, we might have some differing opinions on that. So I'm looking forward to discussing that with you. Um, but before we do that, and you'll be talking about uh, some games as well, before we get there, um, we'll start with uh, some news that was happening in the last, well, since we last recorded. Not a huge amount, at least that I remember, uh, but we start with some sad news that uh, the actor Earl Bowen uh, very sadly passed away, uh, I think it was a, a few days ago t- at the time of recording. Now, Earl Bowen, of course, uh, he was a well-known actor. He well, appeared in uh, the Terminator movies and several games, including Sork, Grand Inquisitor, Psychonauts. But he's most well-known to us adventure game fans as uh, LeChuck in the Monkey Island games, apart from Return to Monkey Island. And 
Uh, he died at 81 years of age. He, of course, um, was offered the role of LeChuck again for Return to Monkey Island, but he said he'd retired and he was happy to uh, have someone else play it. So, uh, yeah, just very sad to hear. You know, I think uh, we all kind of admire him a lot. I think admire his performances. I think, uh, and as Bucky Island fan as well, what did you find him scary, or how did you find him when you first played Monkey Island Two? Yeah, I I thought it was so. I well, I I played Monkey Island Two without any voices. Oh yeah, uh, of course, you did then, a remaster. Uh, yeah, and then the and then playing Curse of Monkey Island for the first time when you you, you encounter then immediately. Guybrush's voice and Elaine's voice and LeChuck's voice mm. and they were all absolutely perfect and LeChuck was both he was immediately he was terrifying that he was mm. he was a really really scary character I try myself find myself trying to impersonate you, you can't you can't pull it <laughs> off you can't get anywhere close to what to what um Elbow and managed um but also he, he managed to get that slight childish pettiness in certain scenes, <laughs> like when he's arguing with Guybrush at the end of Curse, um, it's it's kind of childish. It's it's like uh, yeah, it's like it's like two children sort of play fighting. It's um, yeah, it's he managed sort of the whole spectrum of that character just perfectly. Yeah, no, he, he, he I thought his voice, well, all the voices, but his in particular was perfect, as he mm. said. Now the first. Monkey Island game that I played was Curse of Monkey Island. So I went hearing his voice, then I played Monkey Island 1 and 2, no voices when I first played them. And yeah, it was kind of, but I still had his voice and Dominic Armato's voice as Guybrush in my head. And then, of course, the remasters as well. But, um, but yeah, no, just a great actor all around. And we can see all the other things he, he was in as well. It wasn't just Monkey Island by any means, he was quite prolific. But um, but yeah, very sad few months for voice actors as well. There was the voice actor of uh, Larry Laffer who passed away, and Kevin Conroy as well. So and now Eric Bowen is is the latest. So um, uh, yeah, so rest in peace, Eric Bowen. But at least we have uh, his his voice acting and let Chuck uh, if we wanted to replay. Um, and second piece and better news: uh, Have you played the Last of Us games? No, I, I haven't. I'm the only person to ever be on this podcast who hasn't played the last Oh, of no, I, I haven't played them either because I don't have a oh, right. PlayStation. But also, I'm not very good in with action sequences or stealth sequences. Um, but we did cover these games because they're not adventure games, but they have a strong focus on narrative. And I think people who listen to this podcast might be interested in, in these games. But uh, as a Sure, you and people listening are aware the TV series is going to be out on 15th of January. Um, so I just wanted to mention that and early reviews. I've read a couple and it's got five stars. Um, mm. It's It looks really, really good. Uh, would you be watching The Last of Us TV series, Karen, or do you have any interest? Yeah, yeah <laughs> definitely. Um, yeah, anything anything that gets me, because I know that so many people that rave about Last of Us and just really love it. Mm. Um, but I'm the same as you. I have zero skill. So anything that can, anything that can get me that, the, anything that get me the Last of Us, where I don't have to have talent to get, to, to enjoy it, such as a TV series, would be would be perfect. Yeah, we don't have to control the characters and you know repeat and die over and over again. But um, but yeah, no, looking forward to watching that. And then Naughty Dog, 
I believe Neil Druckmann said that there is a new game in development, but interestingly, he said that he doesn't want to confirm uh, what the game is because uh, they're focusing on work-life balance of the of the team. Uh, now, Naughty Dog, um, before a couple of years ago, believed that they were accused of, like many uh, studios, of having crunch and you know very long, long working hours for the employees. So I say, I mean, I say it might be a good thing that at least they're they're talking about work life balance because not a lot of studios, I don't think, would at least address it or talk about it. Um, yeah, you got you got to protect the people making, making exactly. The content. You know, I think what we should all remember is that there are people behind these games. Also in news, uh, Seven Max: The Devil's Playhouse, the third Telltale season of Seven Max is being remastered. Now, I don't know much about this yet. I don't know the release date or anything or what exactly is going to be included in the remaster, but uh, it's the only t- season of uh, Telltale Summer Mac that I haven't played, so I'll probably get it now to remaster. I think it's a perfect time. Uh, have you played the third season of Summer Max yourself? Yeah, and and the the third series is is maybe maybe my favorite. I, I'm not quite sure. I, I've it's, heard that. Yes, it's it's people's favorite one. It's the best one. It, the one that I haven't yeah, played. It, <laughs> it brings in, <laughs> it brings in. Well, say so that the the second one is is fantastic as well. The, the second one, more traditional adventure mm. gaming. The the third one brings in all these psychic powers and things, and it's I mean it's a lot easier, but using the psychic powers on just very various characters in all sorts of situations is so much fun um, and it's max that gets the psychic powers which is just brilliant oh lovely um, <laughs> i can uh me to play it but um again i just never got around to it and i really enjoyed the first two seasons i was again they were both they were released at a time when adventure games weren't as popular again they were quote unquote dead but i i mean i think they were just not as popular or not as many mm. um but yeah, yeah. When the when the when the when the first when the first series was being remastered, I wasn't initially convinced that there was a point to remastering mm. it because I thought the original still looked, still sort of held up. It still sounded good. It still looked good. And then when I played it, yeah, it's it's fantastic. It's a really they did a really good job. Of the good remaster. Oh, that's great. I might get get those as well because they they added in little things as well. Mm. There's some. There's some little animations that are additional. There's some bits of writing that they've added on, some little extra jokes, as well as it all just graphically looking better. Mm. Yeah, it was it was a really great job, but just the best way of playing that. And so this will definitely be the best way of playing oh, Devil's Playhouse, um, which is yeah. just so much fun. Did they kind of remove some jokes as well that they were saying when it was, I mean, it was only released, what, early 2000s bit? And I think were there some jokes that they were now going, yeah, maybe we shouldn't have included them. Um, they, they did, which I happens, mean, there was, I think. Yeah, there was there was a mix of stuff. So, some, mm. some well, some of the jokes they removed kind of... Or they changed. Weren't, weren't, weren't really relevant anymore. So yeah, yeah. Some, of the, some of the jokes were kind of of the time. They weren't necessarily offensive, but they mm. kind of you wouldn't really get them anymore that you would say oh okay this, this is this is a game from this is clearly a game from 15 years ago um but yeah and and i mean i didn't really notice it when playing um i think I, i've seen i've seen posts that summarize everything that was that was changed or updated or, or removed and it's very little it's, it's maybe 10 jokes over the course of the game mm. and the game has more yeah, than 10 lo- yeah, jokes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> many, many more than 10 <laughs> jokes. 
um yeah i didn't i didn't notice when playing at all i di i didn't um i think you'd really have to be looking out for stuff to spot anything that was removed no well i i might just get the first two seasons to prepare myself for season 3 and uh and yeah and uh seven max well limited run games have also been busy because they are releasing uh, re-releasing Salmon Max, uh, the collector's edition, I believe, with a whole load of collectibles, much like they did for the Monkey Island collection. Uh, they're also releasing a Loom collection, uh, physical collection as well, with a whole load of collections, and Return to Monkey Island box set. Um, and again, with different, uh, again, collectibles. Uh, I will leave the links in the show notes for people who can uh, check themselves, because I think We've spent a lot of time talking about the collectibles. Did you get the Monkey Island limited run uh, edition? I didn't, no. And I immediately felt quite jealous of people that did. <laughs> yeah, I did. But then I was thinking, am I going to use these things? You know, I already have the games. So it was good. But I was thinking, it's not really. So I kind of feel myself with these three other collectibles. I think they're good and people want them. But I think I could just always get the games. Or mm. I only have the games in case of Sam and Max and uh, Return to Monkey Island, but I will leave the, um, the links and hopefully they will still be available. They are, well, you can check the dates uh, in the links. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think that's it for news. Was there any news that you wanted to talk about, Kieran, that you read or that I missed? Or... Oh, not that I've seen. No, no, it's, well, that's good. It's quite, well, with uh, releases in January, there are three adventure games that I am, most interested in. Uh, first one is uh, Colossal Cave, uh, of course, by Kenny Roberto Williams. Now, I don't know a huge amount about this game yet. I haven't seen much gameplay. Uh, but of course, the main reason I'm interested in is it's Ken and Roberto Williams. Now, I still don't know if it's going to be or how good it's going to be um, because I haven't seen very much. I haven't played. Have you played the original text adventure, Colossal Cave? I have, yes. Um, what, what did you think of that? Or, or the the original the original adventure game? Maybe I believe yes. Um, yeah, um, re yeah, good fun. Um, really good fun. Um, but adventure games have come a long way since then. Um, so it would be interesting to see mm. if they've managed to. I, I don't think. I don't think it really holds up. I don't think I think it would struggle for any sort of game from then to hold up for now. So it's really interesting to see what they've done to to make it um, to to keep it at the, as as good as it was at the time. Because um, at, at the time it was just fantastic, um, and it's still fun to play now. But there's there's loads of little things that we've become accustomed to um, that feel a bit unfair um, <laughs> and play playing those old games now. Yeah, apparently it's going to be, um, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be close to the original. And I think they have made some updates as well. But, you know, I saw an interview, at the beginning of an interview, I was reading with um, Ken Roberto Williams, and they said that they're going to keep the mazes and kind of keep the game as uh, as it was. So it's going to be interesting what the response will be. Mm, definitely. Um, but we shall see. And then have you heard of uh, Children of Silent Town? I have not. Tell me about this. Um, well, I'm just put, putting up the Steam page now. Uh, <laughs> but it looks... I played a demo of it a couple of years ago, and it it was really interesting. Um, it's kind of, I think, like... Uh, you play... It's, I don't know if it's, if it's... First, 
on first glance, it kind of lo- looks like, uh, reminds me of Beacon Pine, which I haven't played, just played a demo of that. Um, but, um, oh yes, yeah, uh, the children are disappearing and basically it's up to you to investigate. Now you play as another child called Lucy. And then I think it's a dark kind of uh, fantasy horror um and uh, it just looks interesting i really like the demo um or it might um might remind people of uh is it little miss sunshine ah uh, yeah cute As well. and creepy yeah kind of cute yeah. and creepy before we get to the reviews just wanted to again remind everyone that the adventure podcast is on patreon which uh kieran i believe you're you're part of i'm sure you don't regret it for a second <laughs> <laughs> no absolutely yeah getting to uh yeah um the updates emailed and uh and, and listening to uh interviews and um the episodes is it 24 hours beforehand or is it yeah at least 24 um, hours um so we try to yeah well you yeah, can talk so about you, it <laughs> you'll say something in the interview and i'll 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 want to comment on it and be there in the discord having to wait <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't, wouldn't change that for anything. <laughs> yeah, so you do get um, pre... Uh, so so you hear the episodes before they're released publicly, at least 24 hours, sometimes earlier. Uh, at least we, we try to. So but the interviews and reviews episodes beforehand. Uh, so you get that first. You also... Now, every, occasionally, I would also write about the news of the podcast to Patreon subscribers. Uh, so behind the scenes things as well. If people are interested, I don't know if people read those or um, find them interesting. Um, and then also occasionally some uh, some spoiler interview specials when I talk spoilers with developers. Uh, I must try and do that again with developers. Um, uh, and they're kind of fun. Developers really enjoy talking about spoilers in their games because it's like they've worked so long in a game and now they get to go they get to go nuts talk about you know third act stuff endings and uh and yeah they're pre- pretty pretty fun that you can uh listen to um now of course if you're not able to be part of patreon that's of course no problem at all but another way that people can help us out is by uh, leaving a review um uh, for the Metric games podcast and the link is in the show notes as well um it's rate this podcast.com forward slash adventure games podcast and that'll take you to uh, the different places, so Apple uh, Podcasts, formerly known as iTunes, uh, and I think Google Pod- or whatever it's called, uh, you can review there as well. We've uh, we got a few five-star reviews, which was nice, but always good to help us so with visibility and that. And well, if you don't like the podcast, you can just email me. <laughs> um, and yeah, so shall we get to reviews? Yeah, let's um, do it. So you have a few games that you wanted to review uh, as well, Kieran. So which which game would you like to review first? I'll, um, I can so leave this we start up to with, you. Uh, should we start with Lucy Dreaming, maybe? Yes, we haven't covered that on the on the podcast. Uh, I have it. I've played the first, uh, nearly first section of it. Um, but yeah, I'm very curious to know from someone who has actually played it. Uh, so Lucy Dreaming. So... St- uh, set us up and let us know what you think, what you thought about it. Yeah, so Lucy Dreaming is um, very traditional point-of-click adventure, um, 2D. Um, you play as Lucy um, and she has nightmares and you have to 
um, go into her nightmares and, and find ways to defeat the monsters in, in her nightmares, um, which is a, a really cool concept. Um, you both um, you both traverse her dream world and also the real world um, and you can do things in the real world to influence her dreams so you can find objects which then appear in her dreams you can change um, the sorts of things around her bed um, and that will change the the world when you then go into the dream um, which is a, just a really cool mechanic and it's really it's really fun um, to know that you've done something and you put something there and then go into the dream world and thinking well what's it going to look like now when 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 she when she gets into the dream world and it's always something very magical very fantastical um so that's that's just a, a really great experience the game is styled kind of like i don't know if you ever watched grizzly tales for gruesome kids or if that's a reference that anyone else knows um it's kind of it, it's slightly grotesque looking it's it's cartoonish but all the characters are kind of a bit ugly and um, ev everything looks slightly slightly naff um in a good uh, way I th I think, <laughs> I yeah in, in 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 a good way um in a, in a funny way um she's I, I think she's she's from manchester i think i think the, it's maybe set it's set somewhere northern it's set maybe sort of a, a northern a northern village um somewhere and so there's this um uh, there's there's a jam competition and all, all uh, a, a little a little church um, where all the all the birds are uh, uh, stealing things and, and putting things on the roof of the church. All the valuables are stolen <laughs> by the birds or from the roof on the church. You have to find a way to get them down. Um, and it's yeah, it's, it's it's really funny. And and the main character Lu Lucy herself is really witty and it's really not in a, not in like a a smart ass kind of way not mm. not in a, an obnoxious way she's just really warm and a really wholesome character and a really funny witty character as well um so yeah i i, I really i really enjoyed this game um i, I thought it was a, a, a really good game i think it might be the first from the from the developers um, uh they, they have made shorter games uh with tom hardwood tom games. and emma hardwidge of a uh, tall story games um they they, they actually <laughs> they, well T tom Hardwood released a game called lockdown um which was at the very first lockdown what it was like back when we thought oh covid ha, well not ha ha we know that a lot of people suffered through but this was a time you know when we were first time in lockdown and we were all like oh my hair is a bit of a mess and i've got uh so you have to do i think uh, you have to prepare like a zoom call um and you have to help your kids with their homework and do all these it's quite fun actually it's kind of like a kind of a funny game i think now people might look oh, no i don't want to but i i, I think it was you know because it showed kind of and you made him can't remember the other name but a game set in roman times i think set in bat um but he has uh you know worked as well and then he released this game lucy dreaming which uh yeah delighted here that you really liked it because this is one of the most popular games of this past year 2022 that a lot of people seem to really enjoy it it's in a lot of people's top five adventure games of last year and yeah from the section that i play i'm still at the start of it um and we're still at the house we have to uh fix the bicycle i i think it was a puncture um and uh <laughs> yeah so, the um yeah i think i think this 
this is maybe the one the one sort of hiccup that I I, I thought mm. the game had. Um, so you're you're finding yourself. This is right at the start of the game. You've yes. got a bike. You want you want to you want to fix the puncture on the bike. You really want to be getting it back into that dream world. You want to be exploring yes. all the fun dream world. Um, this happens a few times. It is there is there is a lot of fun and funny stuff happening in 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 the in the real world in the in the wake world. Um, like there's there's a pub no one goes to and uh he he brings in this dj and everyone hates the dj's music <laughs> and it's, 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 so there's some funny stuff happening there but but i would say most of the time i was in the waking world trying to solve puzzles i wanted to be back in the dream world i wanted to be right. exploring all these fantastic and so i kind of thought the game could have been tilted more towards the dream stuff right but i mean Every time that I went in there, it was such a great experience, such great fun exploring that that I can't really complain too much about that. Oh, I look, I look forward to it. Yeah, no, I mean, I am enjoying it, but I think this, you know, what I would say is that I think this is something that happens in a lot of certainly adventure games at the beginning, that you're in a kind of a house or some area and you have to get out of it. You have to move out of it. Now, I think it's good that we get to know the character, we get to know the game and solve some puzzles. So it kind of gives us a taste of what to expect in the game. But I'm kind of like, okay, I really want to just move on with the game. That there was, um, what was it? The Curse of Bone Town, which uh, had something. Now, I think it's done better in Lucy Dreaming, but what kind of, not annoyed me, what kind of frustrated me is that you needed a bicycle, but there were, di- there were different parts of the bicycle around the house. And I was thinking, this is just very adventure game logic. This just probably wouldn't happen in real life. And it's supposed to be a realistic game. Uh, whereas this game, you know, it's just a tire puncture. That's okay. That, that's fine. And also beyond the steel sky, before you get in, you have to go around, solve these puzzles. And I just want to get in there. So maybe it's my own impatience. Yeah. <laughs> um, but and the puzzles, I know people, re- so people said that they really liked the puzzles, that they're happy that A, there were puzzles, and B, that people like the puzzles i have to say the puzzles are quite challenging at the beginning but they're they they are fair i think there's no time that i've come across moon logic not yet anyway yeah um, i think um yeah especially especially with the moon logic it's it's funny because it, i mean it fund there is fundamentally aspects that, that don't really make sense because it's dream logic and so you kind of you want to put this um rubber duck next to your bed so that a massive <laughs> a massive duck monster appears in your dream and that doesn't really make logical sense but yeah the the puzzles are probably the hardest the hardest puzzles that i've encountered that still feel fair mm. I, I i never encountered something where i thought oh i was never going to get that um mm. that that's that's just a silly puzzle all the puzzles are really nicely designed so if, especially if you're if you're a fan of slightly harder adventure games it it really does work really well. Yeah. Um, no, so because that's a common complaint that I hear from people saying, oh, I want adventure games with more puzzles. And so I think, well, this game, I think, would be for you. Uh, and then the voice acting, as we've mentioned on the podcast, is from uh, Tom Hardwich with the wife, Emma Hardwich, who was great, who was fantastic in uh, I mean, game. we also, are you, oh, you've not gotten to him yet. We also have um, a cameo yes. from, uh, from Dominic Armato. Yeah, and now I spoke to Tom and Emma and what they had to go through to get him because he's unionized, which, you know, it's fair and it's good. And they had a lot of paperwork, I believe. Um, so I think it's well worth it. So I'm looking forward to getting back uh, to it. 
Um, and I hope uh, early this year that I'll be able to, to finish it myself. But no, delighted to hear that you enjoyed it. And uh, do you, was this in your top five adventure games? I can't remember of 2022. It, it, it was. I cheated. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I, I put it joint fifth. So I kind of wanted, I kind of ended up with six, a top six. Well, we but it, I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't decide. Um, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't quite decide. I, I, there were two games that I really wanted in the top five. Um, I can't remember who, who, what it tied with now. Um, but oh, yeah, there, there were two. There were yeah, two what? games that I really wanted in 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 the top five. Oh, it was um, Immortality as well. Um, oh, I have not played that yet as well. That's yeah, another game that um, I want to play. Which was oh. which was really good. So both of them were really good, but had just slight flaws um, mm. that I, I think um, kept them from like my, my top three or whatever. But um, but both really really good games, well worth playing. Interesting. Well, yeah, that is Lucy Dreaming. Uh, and it's uh, it's going to be out on Switch now, I believe, as well. Tom Hardy recently revealed. And uh, yeah, great fun to talk to. He's appeared on his podcast a few times. And uh, yep, delighted the game is done well. And look forward to hearing what he's going, to, what he and Emma are going to do next. So, um, so yeah, so another game that you played, uh, Kieran, was a game that we reviewed as well on the podcast, uh, one of our favorites. But I'm curious to know what you think as well as the excavation of Hobbs Barrow. Uh, so you played this over Christmas, I believe. Um, yes. So from Cloak uh, and Dagger Games, published by Wajidai, uh, the folklore horror game. So what were your thoughts on this? Did... Um, yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. I, I thought it was really, really good. Um, and there's 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 a couple of there's a couple of um sort of signatures of of Cloak and Dagger games that are used to completely different effects in excavation of Hobbs Barrow compared to their earlier games mm. um, one thing that really stood out to me is in um, in, in, in a previous uh, game uh, Sumatra Fate of Yandy um, there's these close-ups of animals and it inspires this kind of sense of awe it, it really does um, make you feel amazed at sort of the nature and, and 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 these animals whenever they have these close-ups really really good effect and then in excavation of Hobbs Barrow they've they've still got these close-ups but it really unnerves you it really it gets does. under your skin the there's there's just a slight there's a slight gruesomeness to how how each of the close-ups are, are drawn and the and the faces that they're they're kind of inscrutable. There's there's a, a, an early close-up of, of of a character's face, and you almost can't tell what he's thinking or what he's going to do, and that's that's really unnerving. That really really puts the, the chills in you very early on, um, and that's that's just fantastic. Yeah, no, as I said, I loved it as well. Now there was one comment that I was reading from someone on the Police Adventure Gamers forums, which I know that. <laughs> So sometimes they can be pretty critical, but you know, fair enough. One of them said that, um, uh, oh, that when he first started playing, that oh, when is it going to? When is the horror going to start? And I was thinking, okay, just just wait. That it's kind of a slow burn in the best possible way. That it kind of, you know, it doesn't start off being proper horror. That it's more a mystery. That to find out first of all, where is is it Leonard Biggs? I think or Leonard. Uh, brings the, the character that who invited you there, 
that he doesn't appear and then he's finding out, well, what's going on with the Hobbs Barrow? What's going on with the village? So it's a slow build-up and then it, you know, it's more a mystery. And then by the end, it does get uh, <laughs> uh, pretty yeah, I mean, horror. <laughs> yeah, in I, I think in, in response to something like that, you could you could say, well, when does the horror end? Um, if I, right, yeah. Because uh, I, I, I could play a game where a big scary face appears on screen and things jump out at me and, I, and mm. I, it makes me jump, it, make, it startles me. But other than feeling uncomfortable, a second after that's happened, I'm no longer scared. Exactly, there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's nothing really scary about that. Whereas in this, it, it's, it's a really slow build-up. You're, you're, you're immediately You're immediately unnerved by the fact everyone's acting in this it's very cold fashion towards you as, as the main character and it, it's really creepy and that stays with you through the whole game and just slowly ramps up um and yeah it's it's scary for, for the whole game um yeah, you're, you're you're scared about it for the the entire time it's kind of um, unnerving mm. I would um, say that, and and also it's uh, is is it the north of England as well? I mean, you know better better than me, but again, there's distinct accents. Yeah, and it's, it, it, I'm I'm really glad they don't shy away from it as well. They they use words that I use. They will they use words like out and out. Um, yeah, so they 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 use words like out and out and um, and t, uh, like t apostrophe for the and yeah. It's it's it really feels like the York Moors. It, it's um it really feels like it's 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 from that area. Um, the the characters very believable. Um, the there's some scenes where she's walking through a, a, a field and there's mist and there's mud. You can almost smell it. <laughs> it's 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 so evocative. It really feels like you're there. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, in, in this case, there is a fast track, I think, uh, on the map, I believe, where you can go. But I actually didn't use that a lot because I wanted to walk back through the woods and through the village because I thought it looked so good. It's, you know, pixel art uh, adventure game, but also with the uh, atmosphere that I didn't want to rush through it. That I just uh, wanted to walk, you know, again, back, even though it might have taken, I think a few times I might have used the... Uh, fast track but most of the time i just walk back go back through the same screens because one of the few times where i didn't mind it i thought this is helping with the with the atmosphere so um mm. oh I, I wish i'd done it like that because I, <laughs> I, I i i sort of wanted to play as many games as i could so i i did use the the map fast track um, yeah the, the fast track and yeah but i i guess yeah there, there's some scenes where you're forced to walk you can't fast mm. track you have to just walk and that helps with the horror as well because you're 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 walking there wondering what is going to happen yes when i get to the end of this but yeah no fantastic game excavation hub sparrow and where did uh where did that game land on your top uh adventure games ah so that that was second place for me i Ooh, i i was really blown i was really blown away by hub sparrow um i think it's yeah a fantastic horror game um doesn't really put a foot wrong I think any other year it might have well been my my top. Yeah, no, for me as well. Well, I will reveal next week uh, or next time that uh, with Thomas and Laura where it comes to be. It, it is high up for me as well. Um, mm -hmm. I really, really liked it. But um, uh, but yeah, fantastic. So now before we get to my review, do you want to? Uh, because we were sent a game to review as well called Grandma Badass. <laughs> 
that uh, I don't believe you've you finished it yet, but you have played quite a bit of it, um, I believe, yes? Yeah, so I, yeah, I played the um, the first couple of um, chapters of, of this. Um, yeah, so um, Grandma Badass, you play as Grandma Badass. Um, <laughs> and it's it's not that she's, it's not that she's, naturally a badass um but the situation she's found herself in calls calls for this um so you, it, it starts off as you you are just a grandmother um you are just this uh, this old woman um and you your cat is not leaving you alone because the cat wants to be fed um so as you have to do. as cats do you, you you find a way to uh, escape the cat and go and find cat food to bring back for for your cat um and over the course of having to do that you have to solve these puzzles in in utterly ridiculous ways and and ways that would be just just the sight of this grandma doing them is is pretty funny um so one of the first one of the first things you get is her um her cane her her, her her walking cane is that the word uh, <laughs> her walking stick yeah um, walking stick cane yeah <laughs> um, and immediately you need to start smashing things with this with this cane um, because there are things hidden in things and um, things need to be toppled and things need to be reached and so you go around bashing everything with the cane it becomes your weapon and it becomes your tool um, and that's that's already pretty funny um, and then you you you're um you're you're wanting to uh, later on for instance you're wanting to uh, clear the dance floor in a nightclub and you've got some classical music you can put on some classical music and you can you can scratch with the the, the dj um you can um there's 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 a scene where i mean it's it's quite it, it can be quite quite adult in it in its humor um mm. there's there's some there's some sexual references there's some drug references at one point you have to deliver some drugs in order to get paid um, as grandmas and, do <laughs> yeah and uh, i'd say probably probably basically all of the comedy comes from the fact that you're this grandma who, who just wants to feed her cat and just wants to live in peace and just wants everyone to be quiet so she can um there's there's an achievement for sitting down and taking a rest on every single chair in the game um <laughs> and and yet because there's these puzzles and there's people that need various things um you have to do all these increasingly bizarre and often criminal things in order to in order to get her cat fed in order, order, order to get her peace and quiet. Um, the game, it, it quickly becomes very absurd. There's, there's mafia comes in, as I, as I mentioned, there's, there's sex and there's drugs and there's all these sorts of um, uh, adult themes coming into this story. Um, I've I've looked ahead a bit at what happens ahead, and yeah, it only gets crazier. Stuff with lasers <laughs> and Eve, criminal masterminds, and she needs to defeat these these and all of that stuff. Um, yeah, and it's it's funny. It's 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 a it's a very funny game. Um, the uh, there, there's no real dialogue in the game. It's done via pictogram um, and kind of like a, a sort of simlish, kind of like a gibberish. Yeah, um, there, there is a is there speech bubbles? I think from our 
kind of speech bubbles with the pictograms, with the pictures. Yeah, and that um, that helps the game stay quite fast paced. Um, it, it means you, you're immediately shown what you need to do. Um, you're just saying, oh, okay, there's this, there's this lock, I need a key for the lock, move on. Um, which is which is nice. That keeps it quite fast paced. Um, there's a few annoyances um, that I, I kept on encountering um, mm. while I played. Um, a big one is the interface, which I, I almost can't understand because it's an AGS game, and there's there's lots of AGS games out there that that get the interface right. Um, and so it's it's been it's been it's been done a lot i don't know how hard it is evidently it's it's not uh, trivial um mm. but there were quite a few instances where i would click to move to the side of the screen to exit the scene and the grandma character would walk to the end of the screen and stop there mm. and now i can't click the same place to go to the exit of the screen because now it's the grandma hotspot Right. And so I then have to walk left again and then click the exit again and hope that she walks and does and exits the screen. This happened way too much. Um, mm. This this was this became very frustrating for me um, as I played. The, the grandma hotspot does get in the way of other stuff. You fairly frequently have to walk out of the way in order to click on the hotspot again. Um, which is frustrating as I played, um, which is which is a real shame. Um, and then there's also a, a, a lesser of an issue, um, but one I think that, that that game developers really need to think hard about is translation. Um, right, I don't yes. know what I don't know what language this was originally in. I believe it's French. Um, uh, French. Um, but there are, even though there's 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 not that much text because there's no dialogue. Um, Items and things sometimes aren't aren't the, the words that are, that appear for the item aren't actually what that item is, or or the the grammar is slightly wrong, or or it's there's a spelling mistakes, and that can feel I don't know it just it's just a, li a little bit of polish um, that that it could really do with because there's there's some there's some really funny scenes in in here, and if you like that kind of wild adventure going around with, with the grandma hitting things with the cane you're going to have a great time with it um but the little annoyances if if they could be gotten rid of that would that it, then it would be uh, even better yeah it's, it's little things that even like um with typos and that or if the, um and i do find with some uh, games that are translated um that even you know with um with the wrong order of the words that you can tell that they're translated directly now i think it's in this game it's from at least from the prologue that i played i think the game translation is better than other games like that i've played but yeah it's little like typos like that that is kind of like might take you out a little bit of the game that uh, at least with me so yeah the good news is that nowadays developers can go back and release patches and update games so um so so yeah, but I I played the prologue. Um, I don't know if it's the same, but did you have to you know create you know make your own COVID mask in the game? Yes, or, yes, okay. Because <laughs> I actually liked that. I thought at the time, oh okay. Well, I know some people might not like 
anything COVID related in in games or in films. But I actually think okay, it makes it relevant. Um, yeah. At least. No, what did you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, a really cute. Yeah, so this is a really cute early puzzle, um, and yeah, very very typical of the game itself. She wants to get on the bus because she wants to take the bus into town, um, but she can't get on the bus without a COVID mask, and so she, now she's she's stealing fabric from her neighbours and and cutting up things and stealing <laughs> stuff and, and ju- just in order to make this COVID mask. And I think that's. We've all been there, you know, we've had to steal <laughs> neighbours' fabric just to be able to leave the house. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's a perfect, so that is the humour of the game. That is the style of the humour of the game. And I think, yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, if, if you like the sound of that, you're going to like the game. Um, but for some people, they might think it's a bit, um, a bit uh, I don't know, either too adult or a bit... Um, Lude? Oh. Yeah, maybe maybe lewd. Yeah. Um, it's not it's not a, it's not a million miles away from the a lot of the humour in Leisure Suit Larry. Right. Um, I think I can definitely see fans of Leisure Suit Larry enjoying the game. Um, if you imagine, I mean, yeah, if you imagine the Leisure Suit Larry game, but without Larry and with 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 a grandma, <laughs> but she's um, but she's not she's not looking for love. She's just wanting to feed her feed cat, her cat. Um, <laughs> and, and and ends up in all these scrapes. Um, then yeah, if you like the style of Leisure Suit Larry, I think you'll like this game. No, oh, fantastic! So this is Grandma Badass. It look it's a two D point and click adventure game as well. It's um, uh, and I have to say I like to look. I like the animation from what I played at the prologue and from the trailer as well. Um, but uh, yeah, so that is Grandma Badass, and that is available on Steam. Uh, so thank you for that, Kira. Now I'll give you a little bit of a break, and I will talk about the game that I played, um, which is we've Laura already reviewed this, um, but I played Stray. So speaking of cats, <laughs> uh, this time you play as a cat. So I'm sure uh, people listening, if you haven't uh, played the game, you've probably at least heard of it. Um, straight, you play literally as a cat in a cyberpunk world. And when I say cat, it's not a animal detective or anthropomorphic cat. It's an actual cat, and there is a meow button. <laughs> and you're walking along, you fall into the city, and they basically you to get out of it and help the characters in the game uh, as well. Um, so now I was really looking forward to this. This seemed like it was right up my alley. Um, because I really love, you know, modern adventure games as well. I mean, I do enjoy, you know, 2D pixel art adventure games as well, like we've already discussed. But it seems like, you know, games like this, that I, I, I am drawn personally to more modern looking adventure games. Uh, when someone tries something different and to be original, to stand out. And this game certainly does that. Um, so I was really looking forward to it. And then when it was released... It's got overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam, and it's won several awards. It won the best PlayStation game of the year for the Golden Joystick Awards. It won the best indie game at the Game Awards, and it was nominated for Game of the Year at the Game Awards, along with God of War, Ragnarok, Elden Ring. Uh, and I'm sure it's probably won and been nominated for several other awards as well. Everyone seems to really enjoy it. So this, I was really looking forward to playing it. I was really expecting that this would be uh, in my top 10, probably my top five, top three. Now, I enjoyed a few parts, which I'm going to talk about, but unfortunately, overall, I really didn't like it. I was really disappointed, which I'll talk about now. Now, uh, you probably, 
I believe you've played it and you're probably going to tell me why I'm wrong, which, <laughs> or what, or, you know, at least what do you think a counter argument? Because I read, it gives me no pleasure to say this, but I do think that I have to kind of give my opinion as well. So first of all, let's start with what I really like, because I really did like a few parts of the game. Uh, first of all, I think that it's the one game where you do really feel like a cat. Um, I thought the controls were fantastic that you, uh, the, the animations for the cat were really, really good. The the movements were really fluid, really seamless, where you're jumping on things. Uh, the the controls, the just uh, j- just the direction. I was never lost in the game. Um, and I really loved exploring as the cat. Um, and yes, it looks cute. There's a meow button. And you can do all sorts of different cat things. You can just, you know, take a nap. You can knock things off shells. You can be a nuisance. You can rub... Uh, yourself off um, the character's legs and do all this stuff. So I really liked it. And the controls, as I said, I never had any issues at all with the controls, you know, just jumping up and down the platforming parts of it were very, you know, easy and very seamless, uh, which I really liked. Um, the game also looks stunning, visually stunning. It's really, really good. The graphics, I thought, are really, really you know, fantastic. Um, just the design of the whole city and the world and the environment, I thought, was really, really good. That it was a joy to kind of explore the city. Um, I really enjoyed that. And it was relatively short. It took me about five, six hours, I think, to to finish the game. Um, now, a bit more on that as well. So I think, you know, short enough game. It didn't outstay its welcome too much. Uh, so those things I really enjoyed. Unfortunately, I didn't really like anything else about it, and I was really disappointed. Um, first of all, the actual story I found to be a bit unengaging. Um, again, I love playing as the cat, but I just wasn't really interested in the story, the main story itself or the other characters. I, I mean, you could ask me about the other characters that appear in the game. I couldn't tell you their names. I there's, I know there's a father and son. They're all kind of like robotic characters. There is this whole backstory and there's other kind of revolutionaries and other characters trying to escape, but it never engaged me personally. As much as I enjoyed the world and the city and the main character, the cat, I never really cared about any of the characters. And I was just, I kept playing and I kept waiting for it to engage me and it never really did. Um, and the the characters as well. There's also, now this is more of a me problem as well, but there's, there's also stealth and some action in the game. There's some of that art puzzle. I think the, one thing I forgot to mention, I thought the environmental puzzles were actually good. Yeah, that's another thing that I thought was um, was quite clever in some cases that you have solved puzzles as a cat. I thought that was quite well done. But the stealth and the action, I did find the quick reflexes uh, that happen sometimes, the stealth, you know, with the Sentinel robots that... Um, I ended up just uh, playing, you know, with cheat mode, with mods, just a god mode, just to finish the game because I kept dying and I kept getting frustrated. So what I personally would have liked in games like this, if there's different modes like easy, medium, hard, or even god mode, like in Psychonauts 2, I believe, has something. I know people have different opinions and thoughts on it, but myself personally, I would like for different kinds of gamers, like myself, who are no good at with reflexes, or with skill um, that I found difficult. And the music, I don't think it was bad, but again, it wasn't, I didn't find it very engaging for me. Like I can't remember it 
really myself as well. So it didn't really grab me. Now, it's also, as much as I liked, you know, exploring the world as well, it is a bit linear that I would have liked, you know, some maybe um, secondary objectives, which uh, you don't have much of either. But by far the worst thing for me about the game, you can probably guess this, Kieran, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> you can probably guess. <laughs> is, I don't know how it saves as well. So. <laughs> I think it's probably the worst save system that I've come across in modern <laughs> games. It's, and I found it baffling. So to say it's there's no manual saves for a start. Now, I've been trying to like, move on with get over this but it is an issue that i have with games that have automatic save because i like to be able to say if i have to quit the game you know if real life intrudes or if i want to just finish up i like to be able to you know basically go back to where i finished off you know like if you're watching netflix or you know other streaming if you press pause or if you have to quit you can go back to where you were reading i know there's technical issues and all but i would like i really really like it when you can manually save but usually with automatic saves uh you can save the game or the game can save if you move to a different location or there are checkpoints neither is perfect but you know okay they're fine at least with some control but in this game in straight as far as i know you oh, the game only saves after you complete objectives and i wasn't aware of this when i first started playing the game so when i when I tried to save, I believe it was um, in chapter two or chapter three, uh, when I was wandering around the city and I thought, okay, I need to go now. So I'll try and save the game, I'm, you know, trying to figure out how do I save the game. And it turned into 30 minutes, over 30 minutes. That And I was jumping through windows. I was trying to change location. I was thinking, was there a checkpoint that I missed? But there was nothing. And I ended up having to quit without saving, without having saved for the past 30 minutes. And I spoke to some characters and I did some things, but it just didn't save. And it was very frustrating because I had to then replay that 30 minutes uh, to get back there. And it happened. Now, sometimes in the linear sections, it wasn't as much of an issue, although it still was, which I'll talk about now in a second. But certainly trying to quit the game and save, and it became infuriating for me. Uh, and then I don't believe it's safe when you progress in the story and still I say, okay, now it's going to save. I got a key for this character to get a jet and it still didn't save. And then I believe during some of the stealth sequences, uh, if I died, I would have to go back to the beginning. And that's when I thought, you know what, I'm just going to use cheat mode because any bit of goodwill that I had towards the game uh, just went out the window, much like the cat does in this game. Um, and I just feel really bad because, you know, it gives me no pleasure to say this. I, I'm not one of those people that tries to be controversial or try to be contrary to everyone. I really wanted to, to like this game, but I just, and I, when I was, I just kept playing because of all the really positive reviews and all the awards. And I was thinking, okay, at some point I'm going to like it. But when it got to the end of the game, I just felt cold. And I was thinking, yeah, I kind of wish I hadn't played it. I'm, I just didn't enjoy it. And it's very rare that I feel like this, but I think it has added to the fact of disappointment, but then just the parts that I didn't, if, despite the fact that it does really well, you know, it, it felt like that the developer probably thought, oh, here's an idea, cat in a cyberpunk world. And then everything else felt second, you know, story, characters, and saving. Um, but 
I don't know. I know that unlike, um, you know, people who are criticizing the Monkey Island graphics, some of them were annoyed when people said they're in the minority. Unlike them, I know I'm in the minority. I know that most everyone who has played this game really enjoyed this game. Unfortunately, I didn't. But Kieran, what did you think when you when you played this game? What, what do you think of, of Stray? Yeah, so, well, I, I, thought, I thought it was a really good game. Um, so. <laughs> I, I, I was I was very impressed with it, but also I think I think you 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 have a good point. It is it is maybe the worst saving system <laughs> that I've done Be, beyond games where you just can't so where there's just no saves beyond like arcade machines from the eighties. Maybe oh, yeah, had a worse yeah, yeah. saving <laughs> had a worse saving system. Certainly mo- modern games, modern narrative games where yeah, uh, um, there was. There, there was an instance, it might be the only time that I've experienced this recently with any sort of game, where I thought I'd, uh, where I, I thought I'd made progress. I'd, I'd done some stuff. I'd, I, I was, I think I was, I was finding, um, I was finding items for a character. I can't remember what exactly it was, um, and because I needed to, I, I think if if I found all of the items and and gone to the character, then I would have completed that task, and so it would have saved. But because I'd only found three-fifths of the items it wasn't going to save and so if I, I needed to quit I came back I needed to do it all again it's, but it's just um, baffling to me why would you do that and I know some people some develop or you know some people on Twitter said well the technical limitations which I do get but then other developers who I've asked and spoken to they said no that whatever difference the game engine that they've used they didn't have really any issues adding to manual saves or adding regular saves that, yeah, they might've had some issues, but, you know, like making the game, you just resolve them. No, I am not a game developer. I don't know how difficult it was, but I, I it could have been better. I don't know why they did this. And also kind of baffled that nobody else really mentioned this in reviews that it, it to me, it felt broken. It felt unfinished, like in but, this way, but. Well, so having, having said that, having put, hmm. Having covered the saving system, <laughs> which is yeah, it's 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 your no, personal yeah, we've, hell we've, that save system. Absolutely, um, because the, then because when you know sometimes I can only play games for like 10, 15, 20 minutes, but if you can't manually save or if the saves are like thirty minutes, then I'll never make progress, and that's really my I, issue. But yes, I, I have covered. <laughs> I, I would say the the fundamental experience of 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 being a cat in that world is is pulled off perfectly it is is done so well even as because we're 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 both people with with very little skill very little gaming (laughs) skill and yet you you mentioned that the like the platforming and and controlling controlling this character felt natural it Mm. it felt it was it wasn't a difficult it's not like a difficult platformer it's um it's not difficult to to control the cat um i also had this experience i i'm not i'm not a, a very good at those those kinds of games um and, and yet it just it, it immediately so natural it felt it, every little movement every little thing i felt like i had perfect control of it and was completely put into that experience uh, and i i don't think any other game has really done that and really achieved mm. that um and and you also had that experience but you you wanted a bit more so yeah i, I was Fine, just exploring. I mean, even if there was no mm. overall story, <laughs> mm. I just really enjoyed exploring as as the cat. But 
but yeah sorry go ahead yeah so exploring exploring as the cat is wonderful the, the little environmental things thinking oh how do i get over there how do i what what do i do here is is done perfectly um the the, the story i mean it's it, it is what it is the um the the, the, the characters I, I think it's a lot more it's subtle there's, there's not really much hap- it's you're you're put in this world and and there is a world happening around you and it's it's interesting to get, go and explore and find out more stuff um but yeah if if you're if you're wanting a a, a really nice <laughs> full cohesive story that this is really about the experience of, of being mm. a cat and it's an experience that you can't get in any other game and it's an experience that's pulled off perfectly and for those reasons i i couldn't say that it was it was bad i, I couldn't help but say that this is a really good game um albeit one with a bad save system albeit one which doesn't really deliver on 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 the story necessarily yeah no i do agree that uh, the environmental story that i it is more subtle and i did like you know i think the creation of the city and just things lying around and that you know it did feel kind of lived in and the whole history but i I, I don't know, personally, I just felt a little bit cold, like with the characters. I, I just didn't feel engaged that I would say with other other games that I've played. That. <laughs> um, but uh, and then what did you think about the, the, the stealth and action sequences? Because I believe you're similar to me that... Um, yeah, I don't see. I don't. This is funny. I don't remember having a, an issue with those. Um, Interesting. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. Clearly better than me. I mean, I I'm, <laughs> I have no problem admitting that I'm terrible at them. So I'm not saying that this is necessarily difficult for most people. For me, I found them difficult. Mm. But um, but yeah. So you had no issues with the stealth sequences as well, you? No, I mean, maybe action. Yeah, similar. Similar to with the platforming, I, I thought it was implemented in a way that just felt really natural and i could just do it um but i mean i, I do agree with you they, they they could very easily just put in a god mode or just build that into the game so that a person can't do it they can still experience the i mean the world and that experience i mean i'm also aware that that does feel kind of like self-entitled letter because i had problems with this uh, i want like a god <laughs> mode invincibility mode. i know that with games like this there it isn't usual <laughs> uh so i am aware but I did use the the only reason I was able to finish it was because of the um, of the cheat mode that I put in from WeMod, I believe. Um, uh, but but no, it's it's interesting here that you didn't have uh, uh, difficulty. So people listening, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's, as you say, you know, if you want to play as a cash, and I know it will give people great joy. You know, the world is very difficult at the moment. Uh, and I know that people will love playing as a cat. So if, if that reason alone, I suppose it would be recommended. But I just wish that the, it had a proper save system and I wanted to be more engaged with the world or with the story or with the characters. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I am generally happy to hear that you, that you enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I just wish that I had <laughs> more. And, I, and I'm not the only one. If you want, uh, if you want millions more people that have enjoyed yes, it, check I out am the aware, review. <laughs> I am aware that, as as I mentioned before, I started the review. It got overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. There are, um, and it won awards and all of that. So, hey, I I can be contrary at times against, <laughs> um, but hey, that's uh, all I can. All we can do is be honest with our opinions and that. But yeah, nope, that is true. If you are interested, it is some. Um, PC and consoles. Uh, I don't believe it's on the Switch. 
yeah, but I definitely on the PlayStation and uh, and PC. Uh, so yeah, so that is Stray. Uh, so I suppose before we get to the game that you really like, what is the other game that uh, that you played and you'd like to talk about? All right. Um, so well, so I've got I've got one from the vault here from uh, the sexy brutal. Oh, yes, uh, I've um, heard of this. I haven't played it. Yeah. So this is this is from I think it's 2017. Um, this is this was released um, and didn't get nearly as much uh, attention as I think it deserves. Um, it's I mean it's it's now yeah it's now it's now five. Uh, five years old, so it's likely to to be on on sale fairly frequently. Oh, you see it on sale. At this stage. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you see it on sale, absolutely get it. It's it's really really nice game. Um, so it's uh, you um, uh, you wake up um, in a kind of nineteen uh, twenties uh, mansion. Um, and uh, all, all centered around this this uh, casino in, in in the middle of it. Um, you're there for a, a masquerade ball. Everyone's wearing masks, um, and the um, staff of the of of this of this mansion um, keep killing the guests. Um, unfortunate. <laughs> it, it, it's it's your job to save the guests. You you have to stop the the staff killing the guests. Um, and it works on this wonderful time loop mechanic. Um, so you you see a scene play out, um, and the, the staff kills the guest, and then you can follow characters around and see it from different angles and see how people travel from room to room. You can listen in on conversations. You can peek through keyholes. You can work out the whole sequence of events, and then with that knowledge of, of every, how everything plays out, you can work out how you can interrupt the sequence of events in order to stop, in order to save the guest. Um, and it's it's got this absolutely gorgeous. It's both the art style, the art direction is absolutely gorgeous. There's lots of um, there's lots of uh, polished brass. There's some stained glass. Um, it's it very sort of very 1920s. Um, and then the the soundtrack is also quite 1920s. Sort of there's that um, early early very early jazz um, uh, style uh, in, instrumental music. And the uh, the the soundtrack also lines up with key events that happen throughout the night as you go through the timing so that the soundtrack gets a, a, a sound a, a, a music track might get more intense leading up to a murder and then the murder happens and and the there's a, a, a big bang and and then the the soundtrack maybe fades out a bit um which is done really well it's really clever none of the puzzles are very difficult um but you feel clever solving them because you feel like you've been a detective working out everything and then worked it all out um and then over and above that after you, after you go through all of this it's got a fantastic little twist story uh, to sort of explain exactly what's going on here and and work it all out um, and, a, and a really, a really nice, satisfying end to the story after you've done all these puzzles and experienced this whole mansion. I think this is a wonderful game, and far too few people have played it. Um, more people need to experience Sexy Brutal, I think. 
Yeah, sounds fantastic. So this seems to have been around before time loop games became, well, more popular, like the Forgotten City, 12 Minutes, uh, Death Loop, not an adventure game, but time loop game. Um, but have you played those other games, the Forgotten City and 12 Minutes? By any chance, just to compare, um, but you haven't, obviously, that would worry. Um, yeah, I mean, they, they do a similar thing. Oh, what's, what was the third one you mentioned? Sorry. Because the third one De- I mentioned, I think, is... Deathloop. That's uh, that an what... action game. Ah, right. No, I've not played that one. Yeah, then it was 12 um... minutes, uh, with, um, which came out, I think, well, two years ago now. Wow. Um, where you, you played as the married couple, and then William Defoe comes, the police officer. <laughs> you, you do that over and over again. And then forgot the great city. description of the plot. <laughs> yeah, this married couple, and then William Defoe rocks Broke up. <laughs> I mean, I was trying not to give any spoilers, but you know, bad things happen, shall we say? And you have to replay over and over uh, that scene again to try and save both yourself and your wife. It's with um, oh, what D- Daisy Ridley plays the, the wife, and James McAvoy plays the husband. And then yeah, Forgotten I... City. Have you played any of those just to compare to the sexy brutal? So I I have, but I. So with with uh, with twelve minutes, so there there is there are aspects of oh you've learned something you can mm. you can reuse that in a in a future loop which is which is nice, but I think the sexy brutality did it better because right um, yeah. <laughs> um yeah the 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 experience in e- in each of the puzzles of seeing everything from different angles each time in order to sort of piece together a full timeline of what's going on. It's just perfect. It's just really, really good. Oh, well, you have piqued my interest. I am very curious. And it uh, it looks good from the screenshots. Um, I am definitely very interested. As I said, I hope to have more time this year. Um, yeah, a, a big a big thing with the, a big part of the joy of it is is traveling room to room um, because there's all, all these different rooms in the mansion and they're, they all look as gorgeous as, as as those screenshots you're seeing. You sort of you get to experience a new room, and it could be beautiful sort of brass or or, or stained glass or um, yeah chandeliers, and just the different rooms of the mansion are just wonderful. Cool. Uh, okay. Well, I'm looking forward to hopefully playing it. Um, just added another game to my list. Uh, so thank you for that, Kieran, for adding another <laughs> game that you really enjoyed to, <laughs> to, to, to my list. But that is the Sexy Brutal, and that is available on Steam. It's uh, by Cavalier Game Studios, Tequila Works, and published by Tequila Works as well. Okay, so for our final game, uh, this uh, this game, I believe you mentioned that it was po- possibly your favorite game or adventure game of all time, correct? Quite possibly. Um, the more the more I think about it, yes, it might well be. Interesting. So are you ready to reveal the name of the game? So drum roll. <laughs> so this, well, anyone that's in the Adventure Games Discord will not be surprised. <laughs> anyone that's, that's heard me talk about games over the last few months will not be surprised to hear this. Um, but the game is Perfect Tides. Which is um, perfect, apparently. Well, we'll see. But uh, yes, so please tell which, us. Well, it it's not quite perfect. It has it has one flaw, um, but other than that flaw, it is a really really great game. Um, so it's a it's a, it's a two D point and click adventure game. Um, 
all, all the standard stuff. You've got puzzles, you've got dialogue, you've got um, uh, inventory. Um, and you play as uh, Mara, um, who is a, a teenage girl um, in the early noughties. And she lives on um, this island. Um, and the entire game follows her through four seasons of her, of her life and the um, struggles and challenges that she faces trying to socialize both online and offline um, as, as a teenage girl in, in the early noughties and all, all, the, all the difficulties both those, those things um, bring. And the, the game is really, really well written. Um, the game is, it's very, it's very wordy and verbose. You're, you're gonna, if you play it, you're gonna be reading a lot. Um, so you might not like it if, if, you're, if you're not about lots of reading, um, but every single line of that text feels just so delicately and carefully crafted um, that it, it's just the best writing that I, I've seen in a, in a video game the all of the characters or everyone she interacts with are teenagers as, as you might expect and seeing this uh, sort of variety of, of teenage characters is quite unusual and then teenagers aren't very easy to write i don't think mm -hmm. um but all of the teenagers are are genuinely characters they've all got their own things going on they're all different from one another and they're all written in a really kind way um I think um, Meredith Gran, who, who made this game, really sort of understands teenagers <laughs> at a very fundamental level, um, and and writes them in a way that isn't isn't cruel or isn't isn't dismissive, um, even though they can be pretty dumb at times. Um, and your character Mara thinks dumb things and does dumb things but also thinks some clever things and also does some clever things but fundamentally is is written in a way that that really appreciates and and understands the sort of the teenage experience um and i i think it's fantastic no 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 fun it is a game that i want to play that i've wanted to play since it was released and oh my lord it was released on the 22nd of february 2022 two, two, uh, two, 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 two. yeah two 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 <laughs> <laughs> but uh no i am delighted to hear that it's um i know it's got very good reviews uh from other places as well and just game reviewers really really love this game uh like yourself um and it's interesting to say that it's teenagers which are well written because um, I don't know if you've played the Life of Strange, like Life is Strange games. <laughs> because yes. I know Laura, <laughs> uh, Life is Strange hater. No kidding. Um, but she, one of her issues with the first Life is Strange is that for her, the teenage characters weren't didn't come across as real. That is obvious that they were kind of middle aged white men. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> yeah. So. Could you be able to compare? What What are your thoughts on on that? Oh, it's 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 completely completely worlds apart. Um, a a a, re a really good example is the lying that Mara does is mm. just perfect teenage lying. Sometimes <laughs> sometimes it's done really well and really cleverly, and sometimes she gets it completely wrong. Um, yeah, it's all been there. Um, yeah. So there's 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 a party or a place that um, 
all a lot of other teenagers go to to party each each week and she's never been there and a character asks her have have you been and she doesn't want to say no because then she looks uncool and so she says oh i've not been recently <laughs> and she gets she gets away with that lie and you feel as a cat yes you feel so triumphant <laughs> it's such a smooth answer that they don't think you're uncool but you don't have to you don't have to um give away that you've you've not been um but then when she's at the when she's at the party um a, a character says she she says sort of a similar thing again and a character says well I, i'm here every other week and i've never seen you and she says well I also come every other week. Maybe we go on the opposite <laughs> week. <laughs> and you think, no. <laughs> that is, you just collapse into yourself. It's the worst lie you've ever heard. But both of these are very believable teenage lies, um, when she's successful, when she's unsuccessful. Um, and you really feel like you're getting to experience that alongside her. So now you you mentioned as well that uh, you had one issue with the game. How just curious, what issue did you have with, with the game? I think I, I think I can remember, but just to uh, yes. reignite so my this, memory, was there any, anything you didn't like about this game, or you wish it done um, better? Yeah, this is this is mad because I think it's got a very bad control scheme. Yes, um, I remember you mentioned that on the Discord. So the. I, th I think with with two D adventure games now, we've kind of reached a point where everyone knows what the correct way of doing them is. Mm. Is that you 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 left click to do whatever the reasonable action is. You right click maybe to look or maybe some other action, um, and then you get things in the inventory, and that that's how you do it. That's how you control a two D adventure game. That's the best way of doing it. Um, and in this, it goes back to an old, an old Sierra style, where left click is whatever action you have activated, and right click cycles through those actions. Mm. So you might have, if if there's a human, if you're on walk, say okay you walk up to them and nothing happens if you're on push well obviously i don't want to i don't want to put i don't want to pick up this human <laughs> obviously, obviously i just want to talk to them and yeah despite despite it, i mean it says a lot that despite that i think it's a really poor <laughs> decision for a control scheme despite that i still just loved it so much um that it, it didn't actually bother me um oh the other thing is that right click i think skips an in so left click skips single lines of dialogue right click skips an entire conversation which uh, when would you ever want to do this yeah um, and so <laughs> I that's, suppose it's, that's... It's, it is useful if you are replaying the game but yeah it's uh, i suppose you, it's good to have the option but yeah so if they just update or just change the interface but yeah uh, the yeah, the the con the control scheme is bad, which is which is strange. Um, but yeah, I think it says a lot that even with that control that control scheme, the game is still yeah easily my favorite of last year, and quite possibly my favorite of all time. It's just that the writing is perfect, and the pacing is perfect, and just everything about it is done brilliantly. Fantastic. Uh, well, that is Perfect Tides, nearly a perfect game, apart from the interface. 
But and can you save in the game? Can you manually save? Yes, you can yes. manually save. Okay, and, game uh, of the year for me. <laughs> in, <laughs> in true, uh, in true dramatic uh, teenage style, Mara will will burst into tears and beg you not to oh, not no. to leave her. <laughs> <laughs> Um, make, makes quotes, quotes, uh, old, old presidents and things with, with these pithy quotes about how quitting, quitting is uh, not not something you should do. Oh, um, so I'm going to be, which is, I'm going to feel little... guilty for saving. Oh well. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, fantastic. So that is perfect, tight. And did you uh, back to Kickstarter for the sequel? Yes, I did. I believe the Kickstarter's done now. It's done, um, yes. You, so I, I think you can wishlist the sequel, though, quite possibly. Um, I think uh, it might well be a station. Yes, and it's coming out in 2024. Yes. Um, so it is available to wishlist. Oh, very nice. Well, I have to get uh, going on this game, Perfect Tides. One, but I'm, I'm happy to hear that, uh, that the game warrants a sequel that the developer is now working on a sequel because uh, it seems like the sequel uh, the control scheme is what it should be ah um, so they've up- I, she's updated it then <laughs> so maybe that will be a perfect game yeah so it's, it's great to see developers you know taking you know feedback on board uh, for their next game so um, uh, yeah just add manual save systems game developers please but um, no delighted to hear so wow we've covered a lot of game today thank you so much uh kieran if it hadn't been for you it would just be myself moaning about stray um <laughs> so d- delighted that there's some positivity this month um and uh and yeah well hopefully you can join us uh again if next month or during the year as well would delight hopefully we ha- i haven't scared you off <laughs> you may be Maybe Patreon backers can get a special twenty yeah. minutes of you ranting about the stray save save if, system. If, if 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 you want, I can do it just for the Patreon. <laughs> I think they'll they'll all be quitting Patreon. <laughs> um, but uh, no, f- fantastic. Are you playing any game at at the moment, or that or any game that you're going to play, uh, or that you'd like to play? In, well, next, or have you decided? Yeah. Well, so um, Pentiment um, yes. is one that uh, I, th- I think you're... I am playing you're it right now. Well. Yeah. Um, Pentiment looks really interesting. I'm um, really also... enjoying it. Thankfully, this game is a game that so far is, um, you know, but, you know, uh, as good as people have said it is. Haven't finished it yet, but but yes. Uh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, there's also um, Owl's Guard, um, which looks yes. really, really nice. Um, classic, classic style. It was just out at the end of the year when just kind of like we were all on, you know, Christmas and and then this game comes in and people are saying this is like the game of the year. I'm like, oh, need to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad, sadly, didn't get to play that in time. Um, mm. But uh, but maybe maybe I can count it as a 2023 release. Yeah, it's. I mean, I think if it's well, well, I'm going to include a game in my top ten. I'm going to include a game that was released in December 2021. So I, I think that's fair enough. Ooh, okay. Have to, I'm trying to think to what that could out. be. But I'm not. I'm not sure. <laughs> have to see. I mean, I played it this year, but um, it came out in December 2021. I thought, okay, no, I'll, I'll include it. Kind of my cheat, kind of just included in the top ten. Um, but yeah, no, I am playing 
uh, Pentiment, which I'm really enjoying. And then there's loads of games that I want to play, well, Perfect Tide being one of them, Lucy Dreaming. And uh, and then I want to play kind of like winter games. So there's South of the Circle uh, I really want to play as well. Uh, Gerda, a new um, game from, oh, what's the name of the developers of Life is Strange? Um, oh, oh, wow. Uh, life is is strange. Don't nod. Yes, thank you. So yeah. th- they published a game called Gerda, which was set during Second World War in Denmark. I need to make choices as well. I'm like, oh, I didn't hear much about it. And uh, yeah, a few others like it. I'd like to play as well. So I'll be talking about whichever games I have the chance to to play as well. Um, well, with that, uh, hope everyone enjoyed listening to us natter on about the adventure games that we've been playing. Uh, if anyone listening does have, uh, if you have played any of these games, please let us know. And uh, and yeah, if you are actually interested in joining the podcast, in sending either audio reviews or anything, please send them to us and we'll be happy to include them. Um, and um, or write in, on, you can join our Discord, the links will be in the show notes as well. And talk to us, give us your thoughts on, on what games you're playing as well. And um, and yeah, so with that, huge thank you to Kieran. And I hope you stick around. Hopefully you will join us again during the year. We'll hopefully have a couple more new people as well to help uh, keep the podcast running. And uh, and hopefully we can meet up again soon in the, in the new year as well. It's great seeing you at Adventure X again. Yeah, uh, no, that, was that was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it was great being part of it again. Um, mm. Well, uh, with that, thank you, everyone. Happy New Year. And uh, and yes, Thomas isn't here, so I'll say keep on questing. I think I might just let him do it in future. <laughs> <laughs>